Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. The WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. Yes, you already play Sleeper on Fantasy, but now you can win cold, hard cash in their new over-under game. Just head over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the Sleeper SGPN group. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100 at sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Yes, sir. We are back here on a Wednesday night for a Thursday edition of the WNBA Gambling Podcast. I am your host, Really Real Villain Real Terrell Furman Jr. in the building. And look, guys, first of all, thank you for everybody that came out and checked out the Discord server. If you're not tapped into the Discord already, make sure you tap into that Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. It's the perfect place for you to just get in there and sweat bets with us, whether it's WNBA, NBA, NFL, college football. I just recorded a college football team preview, so Liberty, check that out. But college football, college basketball, doesn't matter what it is. Just hop in there. Whatever your fancy is, you can go to that channel and just chat it up and with the DGens and with all the SGPN crew. So make sure you tap into that Discord, SG, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. And look, we had the Discord conversation. We talked about the only game that was on today, which was the Sun and the Fever. And Scott and I gave out some very, very good picks. And we were right for about three quarters of it. And then we've had one of the worst. This actually might be one of the worst beats I've had because I played a full game under. It was under 162 and a half. And (laughs) the fever and the sun combined for 59 points to hit over that total in the fourth quarter. Absolutely insane. The fever scored more points than they did in the whole first half in one quarter. Absolutely insane. Brutal beat for me. Brutal beat for Scott. He was on the Fever team total under. I Let's go ahead and bring him in. I, yeah, I basically oh, yep. – Scott Rochelle, people. Yeah, I got to interrupt because you mentioned the beat. I'm, I know you wanted to bring me in through an introduction, but I got to rant quickly about my own bad beat in that game. Indiana had less than 19 points in each of the first three quarters. Yep. I indirectly had a team total under 29 and a half – in the fourth quarter. If they scored 30, I lost my team total. If they scored under 29, if they scored under 29 and a half, I would have won. Yeah. They scored 35 That's in the fourth quarter. That's ridiculous. 10-minute quarters, by the way, in the WNBA. So Honestly, in the NBA, you get a 35-point quarter. We're like, woof. That's a hell cooking. of a quarter. Yeah, we're like, y'all was cooking. <laughs> so for, in the WNBA, that's just absolutely insane. And it wasn't even like a close fouling situation. It was just because the Sun pretty much controlled the entire game. Uh, Indiana lost by eight. 
but they outscored Connecticut by 11 in the fourth. So it wasn't even a bunch of scramble points late. Indiana just made every shot in the fourth quarter and, yeah, killed my team total. But yeah, sorry to interrupt your uh, – No, no. I mean, I was – Your introduction it, for me, but at the end of the day, it, it was, we were it was both such frustrated. A bad, it was such a bad beat, and it just shows – I've been cold. Like, I've been freezing cold, and it's not like I've been cold. Like, I've just been wrong. It's just I've been on the wrong side of these beats, man. I was the wrong side of that. I was on the wrong side of uh, the Mercury and Lynx game. Congrats to you on the Lynx. We were on the we were on the right side of the Aces game for the pre like for the line that came out way early, but we still I still gave out minus six and a half even when the line jumped and most of our listeners got six and a half and was on a bad beat on that side, so that one didn't go like it's multiple things over the past week or so that I've just been on the wrong side of. So something's a tide's got to turn. Something's got to turn around here, man. It's it is rough out here in these streets for show. Sure. It's not good, but. I mean, I guess the positive part about uh, being back on the podcast, since it wasn't a podcast this morning, I can do my victory lap now for the sweep, which is nice. Yeah, uh, I would say it was a little bit lucky with the Minnesota game, because of course, when you cash your final leg of a two-pick parlay in double overtime, <laughs> that's definitely lucky. It's not as lucky as covering Minnesota seven and a half in double overtime, but I doubled up on the aces. Them winning was really never in doubt. It was just a question of how much they'd win by. And Phoenix did Phoenix things, and Minnesota won. So got a sweep there, which was nice. But definitely a bitter taste in our mouths after the Discord chat leading into just two atrocious correlated beats in the morning or the early afternoon. It was really, really, really bad for us. But you know what? We're always here for a bounce back. And we're going to make sure that we head to win bet to get that bounce back with their bet $50 win, $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. And if you're betting baseball, check out their reduced juice in their baseball games to make them the perfect place to bet MLB. Look, guys, they give you a certain amount of time every day where you can go in there, you can bet these games and get better odds than anywhere else. Why would you not get better odds for the same bets that people are placing. So make sure you tap into WinBet plus the bet $500 on Sports Casino before July 31st, and you can get entered into the Ultimate Fantasy Football Draft Experience where you and your entire league get a two-night stay at Win Las Vegas, and you get to have your draft in Encore Beach Club. Multiple entries allowed. So if you bet $1,000 in Sports Casino, you get two entries. Easy as that. So much to choose from. All you have to do is download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to get started today. All subject change, terms, conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older and present in the state where plate the winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And Sleeper is the fastest-growing fantasy platform with millions and millions of players. You already have a fantasy, league, a fantasy league on Sleeper, probably. I have one. Scott has one. And they are a game-changing product like no under because now they have the new over-under game where you can choose a sport like baseball. That's the hot sport going around nowadays. Baseball, you can pick multiple players and you can pick their hits or their steals maybe or their outs or their strikeouts, anything like that. And you'll be able to pick over or under if they hit that number. And if you do win, you can win up to 20 or 20 times the amount of money you put into the contest. Plus, they have an awesome chat feature where you can get in there. You can chat with us. You can chat with your friends and you can chat and just 
hey, I'm going to win more picks than you, or you can throw your picks out there. We can copy you, or you can copy our picks, and we can all go out there. We can win contests together. Make sure you tap into that link, sleeper.com slash SGP. They'll give you a 100% deposit match up to $100, and it gets you into our SGPN chat where we can all chat together. That is sleeper.com slash SGP. Terms, conditions apply. See sleeper's terms of use for details. All right. After today's early morning debacle, let's get into the four-game slate for tomorrow. Kick things off early. This is early, so if you're listening to this, I hope you're listening to it early in morning time because this game kicks off at 11 a.m. Eastern. That's a tough, that's an early morning get-up for the Aces. I'm not going to hold you. That is an early morning get-up for the Aces. But the Aces are playing the Liberty again in this back-to-back game set. Aces are currently laying six, opened up at six and a half, already down to six. 173 on the total, opened up at 172 and a half. All right, here we go again. This is act three in the past week, I believe. In the past week, this is the third time these teams are playing. Injury reports, pretty, pretty clean for both sides. Everybody that you know on the, on the Liberty, like Willoughby and Laney, they're still out. And then you got the same people playing for the Aces, so nothing changed from when these two teams played the other day. I mean, the overall concept of this game is that we just can't trust the Aces to put 40 minutes of basketball together, like right now. They're just, they're just struggling to put 40 minutes of complete basketball together. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. It's not too much difference between this game and last game. I think the early wake-up actually is kind of concerning. So maybe a first half under would, you know, tickle my fancy a little bit. That just – I don't know how the Aces are going to respond because it's like 8 a.m. playing at 8 a.m. over there in Vegas. So maybe a first half under for these two teams as they try to get things going. But I'm leaning Aces first half here, Scott. What are you, what are you thinking for this game? For the spot alone, based on the side, I'm going to go with the Liberty. I think it's a very good spot. And we saw the Aces play extremely well in the first half. They led by 24 at halftime. And then the Liberty woke up, scored 73 points in the second half. 73 points. Sammy, Sammy had 15 points, five threes in the third quarter. And Sabrina had the most points in the third quarter this season with 21. 73 points is wild for a regular NBA half. Once again, WNBA <laughs> is 10 minutes per quarter. Yeah. But I'm looking at the Liberty here. I think it's a pretty good spot. When you have immediate rematches and not involving the fever, I tend to side the team that, with the team that lost the first meeting. And it ended up being close. I know the entire game wasn't that close, but the Liberty found a way to scratch and claw their way back. Mm-hmm. I think my main play on this game is going to be the over. I get that you can argue they just played each other. You might see more defensive effort. My question for you is that each of the first two meetings have had at least 208 points. Mm-hmm. The last meeting had 208 points, yet the total has not moved. It was 173.5 in the last meeting about a day or two ago, and now it's 173.5 again. You didn't adjust anything? Nope. It went over by 30 points. Like, I'll take the over. Am I missing something? No, I don't think you're missing anything. I think it's now it's like at this point it's incredibly hard to even think about taking an under between these two teams right now. And you mentioned first half that. under. That that doesn't even matter because we saw seventy something points in the fourth quarter of the last meeting. But yeah, even if you are a believer in the immediate rematch under angle because they're more familiar with each other, at least explain to me how it makes any sense 
for a game to go over by 30, by about 35 points, and you keep the exact same total two days later. It's, I, I don't understand that at all. Is getting, is, at this point, you're getting very – who are the two teams in the NBA where they, like, they opened up? And I think that line was like the highest line we've seen in a while. I can't even – I think it was like the Pacers and the Wizards one time. The Pacers, are you talking about this year or a couple years ago? It might have been a couple years ago. It might have been this year. But it yeah, was it was, the pa- it was a couple years ago. It was the Pacers-Wizards game, which cashed in overtime. I would know because yeah. I had action on it. Yeah, and it was like 250. It was like 250 was the total. Yeah, I think and it was like 248 insane. and a half or something. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, like, that's insanely high for a total. And they're not even – like they're, you would think that they would do something like that for this game, but they're not. And I don't know if that's a trap in it or in itself. I'm not even touching – and I'm cold, so take everything I say with a grain of salt. I'm not even going to hold you. <laughs> when I get out of it, then I'll start touting again and tell y'all, look, y'all need to be on the train. But right now, uh, it's very, very icy, icy cold over here. But I'm that first half under speaking to me, man. I, uh, early, early game for the Aces. I know there's, they've been on the East Coast for a little while, but nah, that's still 8 a.m. wake up. I've been in Vegas a few times, and <laughs> I felt like shit between that difference between East Coast to West Coast. And I know that, that West Coast to East Coast is a little worse. So, nah, I'm with the I'm with the, eight, the under – first half under if I had anything on the total here and, uh, and over for the game because I'm pretty sure that that second half when everybody wakes up, it's a little bit later in the day, you're going to see a lot more shots made. So, first half under for me, over for the full game. And Aces first half, uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm with the Liberty in the second half here. I just can't trust the Aces to put a, together a full game of basketball right now. They got to prove it to me again. Since so, we mentioned how it could be a trap with the total, then again, since based on the fact that we started doing more night podcasts, we did learn from the last episode that sometimes it's not necessarily a trap. We just get in before there's really any type of line movement at all. Yeah, so which is why shoot up. I said the Aces should be six and a half, seven. It was four and a half, and then immediately it shot up to six and a half. Yep. I thought the Lynx would be bigger favorites. That shot up as well. So it might be a little bit too early to talk about trap lines because we really have not seen the adjustments that the odds makers make once a bunch of money actually comes in. These are mostly opener lines, so to speak, but I can't wrap my head around that total. It doesn't make any sense. I get that it's an early start, but it really went over by 35 points. I'm, I'm going to go with the over. I don't really have a choice. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. All right. Other than that, I think that's about it for this game. Let's slide over to the next one. Uh, getting into, finally, the evening games of the slate. 8 p.m. Eastern. The Dallas Wings are going to play the Minnesota Lynx. Minnesota Lynx are favored by six and a half, 166 on the total. Uh, look, I, oh, well, let's get to an injury report for we because this is actually pretty important. Dallas Wings, Alicia Gray is questionable for personal reasons, so there, keep an eye on that. If she plays or doesn't play, that's really going to change the outlook of this game. Mm-hmm. So definitely keep an eye on Alicia Gray. Make sure you search Twitter, search whatever you can, and just find anything that says if she's playing or not playing. And uh, for the Minnesota Lynx, you have Nafisa Collier, who's, you know, pregnant. Well, not pregnant anymore. She had the baby. But, you know, still spending time with her newborn baby. Congrats to her. She's not – hasn't played this season yet. So relatively the same for the Lynx. Which means that everybody that played in that double overtime game against the Mercury are playing tonight. And I got to pull this up. 
I, I actually should have had this up a lot quicker because I said I said this as soon as the game was going on. As soon as that that second overtime hit, I knew exactly what I was playing on Thursday, and now I get the opportunity to do that because where is that game? Here we go. Who played all those minutes? I know Sylvia did. She played 40-plus minutes. Yes, yeah, so Sylvia Fowles – no, she played 37. Sylvia Fowles played 37 minutes. Kayla McBride played 42. Ariel Powers played 37. And who was who else was it? Jessica Shepard. Jessica Shepard played 37. And Rachel Bannum. Rachel Bannum played 31. That's a lot of minutes. What? <laughs> That's a lot of minutes. And so, especially for Sylvia, who has been nursing that knee – all season trying to make sure that that knee is strong enough so she can finish out her last year. I'm not, I'm definitely not. I was nervous to even lay that points with Minnesota versus Phoenix in that spot. Granted, I was wrong. I'm definitely not laying it with them here. I'm not laying that many points with them against this Dallas team. And a Dallas team that really isn't that bad, especially if Alicia Gray is going to end up playing. If Alicia Gray ends up playing, I, uh, I love Dallas on the money line in this one. Dallas has been the road warriors all season. They've been really, really good on the road all season and been able, being able to challenge teams and come out there and get wins. I know they're kicking themselves of how they, you know, just let that game fall out of their hands against Seattle. This is definitely a chance for you to get some get back and don't look now, but Dallas is on the outside. Well, not outside looking in, but they are right there on the cuts. Like they're in that AFC spot. For the playoffs, Minnesota's trying to come up. Dallas is trying to make sure they stay in. If they get a win, they can jump from eight to six. So, yeah, give me the Dallas Wings here. I like Dallas Wings plus six and a half, like Dallas Wings on the money line. I think that they have some size with Sabali and Harrison down there. Tierra McGowan played great against the Storm. She had put some really, really good minutes together against the Storm. So the size, they can compete. And it's not going to be just a whole bunch of offensive rebounds for the Minnesota Lynx like they saw against the Phoenix Mercury. Give me Dallas in this one. I think they roll. I think they get a win. What about you? I'm with you. I think Minnesota's the better team, but I can't ignore the scheduling spot. And this is one of the tougher ones. We've seen a couple of back-to-backs with travel. You can't beat those. I mean, those that's like the worst scheduling spot possible, but yep. this one's not good. And you mentioned how Fowles played a bunch of minutes. She's been nursing an injury all season long. It's probably the most minutes that she's played in several years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in one game, and you only have one day to fully wanna, you know, turn around there. I, I think the one optimistic thing, though, about Dallas is even with Gray being out, they hung around against the Storm in their last game, and they had a shot to potentially win it. I know things kind of fell apart down the stretch, but without Gray, who's one of their best players, they had Seattle on the ropes. In the fourth quarter, which I think is definitely a good sign of things to come for Dallas, but it's the scheduling spot. I think Minnesota is going to be absolutely gassed. I got to go with Dallas as well. And when it comes to trying to predict what the odds movement, what the odd uh, odd shifting is going to be, what the line movement is going to be, since we are doing the overnight show now, I do expect money to come in on Dallas. Yep. If you're trying to guess, down to three. If you're trying to guess where sharp money is going to come in on. It usually involves a decent amount of rough scheduling spots and trying to fade that accordingly. Mm-hmm. There's no way Sharps are going to dive in with both feet on a team that had to play 50 minutes in its last game. I'm going Dallas because I just see a lot of money coming in on Dallas. Yep. And I have to like the under because I think Minnesota is going to be gassed. 
I agree. Same thing. Under Dallas, Dallas first half. I'm I'm all over them this game. I'm not touching Minnesota. All right. Nothing else from me. Nothing else from you. Moving on to our next game to slate, 10 p.m. Eastern. We have the Washington Mystics at the Phoenix Mercury, who also played in that double overtime game. The line opened up at minus one Phoenix Mercury. That changed in a hurry. Minus two and a half for the Washington Mystics. 160 on the total. All right, looking at an injury report here for the Mystics. Nothing to report. Just keep an eye out, you know, that EDD has a history of late late game scratches, especially on the road. So hopefully yeah. she's playing in this one. Other than that, pretty clean for the Finnis Mercury as well. I mean, she better <laughs> she better play in this game. It's the second game after the All-Star break. Yeah, no. And look, I'm not wasting. No, no. Washington minus three, lock it. Two and a half. Minus two and a half, lock it up. Lock it up. I'm... This Phoenix Mercury team is bad, and we just talked about the minutes that Dallas played in that game. Not Dallas, but that the Lynx played in that game. 44 minutes for Breon Turner. Uh, is it Breon Turner? Yeah, Breon Turner. 43 minutes for Deion Tarasi. 48 minutes for Skylar Diggins. 47 minutes for Sophie Cunningham. So you have four players in a – Really, it's a six-man rotation because Gray and Sims only played nine and six minutes respectively. Yeah. No way. No, they're gonna they're going to get absolutely rolled. Take a second half number on whatever it is for the Washington Mystics because they're going to be gassed out, tired by this game. Absolutely not. I'm not touching the Mercury with the 10-foot pole in this game. This game's an absolute lock for me. Give me the Washington Mystics minus two and a half. Yeah, we're on the same page. We It's it's really kind of funny how these games are back-to-back on the schedule because we just spent a decent amount of time talking about how Minnesota is going to be gassed. Yep. We actually kind of like Minnesota now as a team. Like They kind of turned it around to some degree. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to like about Phoenix at this point in time because they came off the all-star break. We know talent-wise they're okay on paper. I think it's pretty safe to say that Tarazi's past her prime. No shame to her. She's 39. You know, it is what it is. But everything that we said about Minnesota going into that spot against Dallas, you can kind of just copy and paste for this matchup. And the Mercury can't be trusted anyway because of chemistry issues. So... On top of all of the red flag alarm bells going off for Minnesota for this upcoming game against Dallas, you have even more with the Mercury because in addition to fatigue, they're also not very good. They're not well coached. And from what I can tell, there's some serious chemistry issues on the team. And not to mention that the Mystics are a top three defensive team yeah. in, the NBA, in the WNBA. So, I mean, there's nothing to like about the Phoenix Mercury here. I can't even sit here and tell you the other side of the coin on why I would ever even somewhat get close to the Mercury in this game. Is It, it is the – this line – if we talk about lines that are going to have sharp movement in the morning – Five – what do you think? Four, four and a half, five, five and a half? Yeah, yeah. like five. It, it's got to get to five. All right. I just don't know how a team that's had a season from hell up to this point loses in double overtime in its first game back 
from in Minnesota now has to travel back home following that and really just painful loss. It's the worst loss. spot for than Minnesota because at least Minnesota's at home. Yeah, they don't just have to travel for somebody to come. Yeah, you got to travel. No, it's terrible. It's a terrible spot. I got to go with Washington. And yeah, Washington looked pretty good. We know that we talked about how the Sparks are going to be very shorthanded, which is why we liked the Mystics in that spot. Yep, but. They, they look were good. even more sure-handed because NECA was a late-game scratch. And we didn't but I'm saying, so you can argue that, that they were against basically a B or a C squad. Yeah. Washington still showed up ready to play, yeah. and they looked comfortable. That's good enough for me. Yep, same thing here. It's going to be the exact same thing in this spot. All right, nothing else here. I mean, I really don't have a play on the total. If I had to pick something, I'd pick a under, but I don't really have a play on I got to stick with the uh, trend here. Got to go with the under because Phoenix should be gassed. Yeah. All right, moving on to the last game. 30 minutes after this one, 10.30 p.m. on the East Coast. Late game for us. The Chicago Sky are playing the Los Angeles Sparks. Line is sitting at minus 4.5 for the Chicago Sky, 166.5 on the total. Totals jumped up already. It opened up at 162.5, and now it's at 166.5, probably because the Los Angeles Sparks are walking over at this point. Like They're just a walking over. It doesn't matter who they're playing. They're going over. And so – here we are. Let's get into an injury report for this one. For the Sparks, we have NECA, who is still questionable with that illness that made her a late-game scratch. You have Katie Carter, who is questionable with that knee injury. And then, uh, well, Burrell's been out for, for a good amount. Ray Burrell's been out for a good amount of time. We don't expect to see her back anytime soon. Getting up into Chicago Sky, nothing to report for them. All right. Four and a half with the sky. What are you doing, sir? I feel like every game besides the Liberty Aces game, because you can make an argument for either side. Yep. It feels like every game is too easy, doesn't it? It, it does. And that's where I'm, I'm like, all right. Yeah. One team will screw us. We just don't know which team yet. Yeah. But maybe, maybe it is the Sparks. Are the Sparks still going to be missing? Of course, you know, this is more than 24 hours before the actual game taking place. Are we assuming that everybody's going to be out again? So, Kenny Carter probably may, might not play, and I, we don't know how bad that illness is for NECA and how she's feeling, because she could have just been feeling bad that day, and now we're two days later, she's feeling strong and ready to go and can go out there and play. It's, I mean, for me, if the, if the Sparks have a full roster, then I think that they're a scary dog team, especially at home. A scary dog team that I wouldn't want to play and wouldn't want to bet against. But I don't know who's playing for them. I can't see. If NECA doesn't play in this game, I'm not telling you. This is nowhere near close. It's going to be all Chicago Sky in this one. I think a full roster is a miracle. I think the question is, are you going to get maybe two players back? I just need, I just need NECA. If, if Kenny Carter's not playing, that's fine. Because you, you got Sykes back last game. And so, you know, you got Tolliver. You got Tolliver back last game as well. So if I get NECA back with that lineup, I feel pretty comfortable taking this – Sparks in this spot and sit. Wait, let me just make sure. Do they play again after this, or is this potentially the last meeting of the season? No, yeah, this is their last meeting of the season. It is the last meeting, yeah. So, do you, so last meeting of the season, this is potentially Candace Parker's last time in LA because overarching feeling is that she's going to call the quits after this season. Is that a double double award or a triple double award? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, like, for her. But it's, that, it's just telling me it's going to be a competitive game because NECA's going to want to stick it to her. NECA's, if NECA plays in this game, she's going to want to stick it to her as well. If NECA plays, I like the Spartans. If NECA doesn't play, give me the sky. It's that simple for me. 
I'm going to take Chicago anyway. I feel like even if NECA plays, which is big, I still can't look past all the other injuries. And even though she's the most important player, cumulative missing that many people is going to hurt, especially against Chicago, who might be the second best team in the league. So I'm going to go with the sky. We mentioned before how they have been solid. Now, of course, they ended up uh, winning their first game after the All-Star break, and they looked pretty good against the Dream. I mean, they weren't great for about two and a half quarters, and they woke up and kicked their asses. That's kind of how that game went. Yep. But I think offensively, I just believe Chicago is too much firepower. And the Sparks defensively, yes, they were shorthanded. They really looked awful defensively against Washington. Mm-hmm. So I guess my question for you is, do you think after giving up 94 at home against Washington, this team can just get enough stops? And I don't think they can. I think that – I'm not really thinking of the stops, but I'm expecting to see a more healthy team than you are expecting. I think I, that, I don't know what to expect. That's the point. So I feel like – Yeah, it's kind of, I have but to, if, you're telling me, if you're telling me that the only two players that are sitting here on the injury report questionable – and, you know, you don't know his playing is Kenny Carter and NECA. And then you're telling me that, I, you know, I have a pretty solid chance of NECA going out and playing anyway because, you know, she's just combating an illness right now. She could be feeling a lot better by this game. Then I think that, you know, with Canada in the lineup, with Tyler, with Sykes, with Lexi Brown, I, that's a lot. That's a lot of firepower. So automatic over for me. This is an automatic over. I yeah. think this game is going shooting over the total. But I think that the Sparks are live in this game. The, a home dog, I think they're live in this game. And you're probably going to get the best number tonight, especially if NECA is ruled that she's playing. This line is probably going to drop maybe to a point. You know, NECA's, NECA's worth the point, so it's going to drop a point or so. You're probably going to get the best line now. But what NECA gives them on the inside, and I know we sit here and we talk about all the options, and I say it all the time because Chicago's got to have a lot of options, like – Misaman, Copper, Parker, Vandersloot, Quigley. Uh, Quigley. Like, it's so many options on that team. Got to put some Dana respect, Evans though. coming off the bench. Got to put some like, respect, though. Three-point champion. Yeah, four-time three-point four champion. Yeah, I know. <laughs> most in I'm saying most recent women's. champion, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so – but it's, it's so many options. But they just let teams hang around. There's so many times yeah. that they let teams hang around that probably shouldn't. And this is a spot where they probably should get the Sparks up out of here, but I just don't trust them to do that. So, yeah, give me, give me the Sparks to go out here and, you know, be a little bit of a live dog at home. I'm going to stick with my philosophy that I had for the last meeting. Since we're doing on the overnight, take Chicago now. I'm assuming you'll see line movement in favor of Chicago during the early hours because Chicago is much better than the Sparks. And then if there's an injury report that comes out on in favor of the Sparks where they're getting some people back – then you can bet back on the Sparks, depending on what odds you want. But I do think if you want to talk about potentially getting a, I don't want to say a risk-free bet because you're paying a little bit of juice, mm-hmm. but if you take Chicago now gambling on the injury report to help you out, and then it turns out the injury report actually has everybody back for the Sparks, you might be able to buy back on the Sparks at three and a half tomorrow and basically mm-hmm. just break even. Yeah, I agree. Well, maybe you should listen to Scott because I'm just freezing cold right now. But I'm on the Sparks. He's on the Sky. I'm trying to figure out where the value is. And since we're doing it overnight, I'm trying to predict where the line movement's going to come. I'm assuming initial line movement will be a lot stronger on Chicago than it will be for LA. I think, I think that with, if you're getting four and a half, I'm, I'm guessing that this is – they don't think NECA's playing. 
I, yeah. I don't think that they're four and a half points favorite and NECA is completely healthy. So really? this is telling me, no, yeah, I don't think they're four and a half. In NECA. I'm just saying like LA is not exactly a, a great team. They're in third and they're third in the West, despite being 10 and 13. Yeah, but they get look, it together. They West. Better. <laughs> yeah, Come on guys, get have. it together. West. But <laughs> yeah, like you said in the discord, there's five teams in the entire WNBA that are over 500. So it's been, it's, not it's good. been competitive. You can at least say that. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think, I think that the sparks are, are one of the better of those teams. And they they look good. I've been on a little bit of a Sparks bandwagon though, and they I even hopped on it a little bit more when Derek Fisher got fired. So <laughs> I think that they I don't know. I think if Neck is completely healthy, this is more of a three. This is more. Three. Yeah, I think that's fair. But the point is, we don't know if she's fully healthy. So I think the yeah. line's a bit short. Yeah, no. Is and I mean, we'll see. We'll see what the wins look like. We'll see how they say. I'm I'm gonna look around and see if I can find anybody that knows anything more about the situation before the night is up. However, all right. That's all we got for the four-game slate. Before we get into the lock and dog, I'm going to tell you who it's brought to you by, and it's brought to you by Trade Coffee. Look, guys, this guy's just, this is just delicious coffee. It's personalized for you, so your bag may not be good for somebody else. Scott may not like my bag of coffee, but they can make a bag of coffee that Scott really likes, and they send you the freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters. Look. This stuff is absolutely delicious. I'm trying to tell you, it's making me a coffee drinker. And it's way cheaper than the other options out there around there. And so go to drinktrade.com, says SGP, take the quiz, and let Trade Coffee find a coffee that you'll love. And they are offering you $30 off your first order plus free shipping. Just go to drinktrade.com, says SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Drinktrade.com, says SGP, for $30 off your first order purchase and free shipping and we're also brought to you by ip vanish the best vpn i always try to tell you guys stay safely browsed and secure on the internet passwords deep communications private details browsing history location all that stuff shielded from the long hands and you can use unlimited devices like your computer tablets phones and your fire stick and they're offering you an incredible 70 percent off their yearly plan and 30-day money-back guarantee look Super easy to use. Just a tap of a button and you are protected. Go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. Use the promo code SGP and claim your 70% off savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. All right, Scott. It's lock and dog time. Let's go ahead and do this. What are you doing? So for the lock, I'm going to pick the obvious option here. I'm going to fade the team off double overtime and I'm going to back a team that's actually looked very good so far since the All-Star break. Top four, top five team in the league. Give me the Mystics, minus two and a half against yep. the Mercury. I really just can't go against it. It's everything we talked about in the Lynx game for the scheduling spot. Mixed in with travel, mixed in with lack of team chemistry. Mixed in just with a really actually good team. <laughs> yeah, overall season against a good team as well. I got to go with the Mystics here. I'd be shocked if this line was not closer to four and a half by game time. Yep. All right, what's your dog? So my dog, I was torn between the Liberty and the Wings. I'm going to go with the Wings. I feel like we might overlap on a couple of these, if not both, but I just can't look past the scheduling spot once again. Dallas could be without Alicia, which is a bit annoying, but they did look decent against the Storm for a couple of quarters there before things fell off the rails late. So I'm going to go with the Wings. Uh, Fouls, would it shock you if she potentially just didn't play? No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't shock me at all. I probably win player. 
So I'm going to end up taking the wings there on the money line. It's a very nice price at plus 210. I thought about making it my lock, but of course, I'm not going to say no to the Mystics in that situation. So I'm going to go with the wings on the money line at plus 210. The wings are better, in my opinion, than the record show. They're not a great team, but they battle, and they have a better scheduling spot. So I'm going to go with Dallas. Yeah, no. I mean, we just we completely overlapped it on this. Yeah. So I wasn't sure if you wanted to throw in a parlay or something. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess we can. I mean, just to get some, another bet out there. But I probably shouldn't give anything out because I'm just freezing cold right now, and hopefully I don't jinx these picks. But it's just I'm just gonna fade the two teams <laughs> that played double overtime, and they're playing two teams that are actually not bad. Like neither one of these teams are bad teams, especially the Mystics. They're a good team, but Dallas is not a bad team at all, and so. I don't think that I think Dallas and the Lynx are actually very close in you yeah. know in terms of where they are in the season right now. And that's with even rest. Are. Yeah, even yeah, with even rest. So it's just baffling to me that you know Phoenix, not Phoenix, but Minnesota is a six point favorite. So yes, Washington minus two and a half. I'll be somewhat a little different, and even though I don't have a line for it now, we can figure it's somewhere maybe plus 180, 190, still in that range. But a first half play on the Dallas Wings. And, but it, that's, that's it. I just, no. It, Dallas Wings, first half money line. Mystic, I found a three way line where pushing does not get your money back, but it's plus 155. 155. Oh, no. Just but that's, that's not including a push. So assuming with the push, it's probably closer to like 140. Oh, no. Nah. No, nah, yeah. Which is which still full. is not great. Yeah, it's just not, give me the Wings full game. No, yeah. I, I want that 210. Give me the Wings full game. So, yeah, we're going to just have the same lock and dog. We're going <laughs> to double lock it, double dog it today. I'll give a bonus one as a tiebreaker. I got to go back to the over in the Liberty Aces game. On yep. principle alone, you can't go over by 35 and give me the same number. I get it's an early start time. Luckily, though, Vegas did not have to travel back to Vegas. They have a back-to-back against the Liberty in New York, so they mm-hmm. could just chill around MSG and just hang out. But you can't give me a total that's the same and not expect a bunch of over money to come in because the last meeting wasn't even close and the first meeting was especially not close. That's my bonus uh, lock if you're tired of hearing us have the same picks. Give me the Liberty and Aces over. All right. I'm not going gonna, gonna to spare the people right now from my cold stretch and just stick to the two picks I got. All right. You got a number of picks from us. Scott, anything else you have for the people before we get up out of here? Uh, not really. You can, find, you can find me on Twitter at Show Radio. Besides that, still doing a bunch of podcasts, either the WNBA. I'm sure we'll do something NBA-related at some point this week. I'm going to have a tennis podcast once again coming out probably tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. But, yeah, yeah. just keep them busy. All right. You guys know where to find me at really real underscore underscore on social media. And hopefully this is the start of me getting out of this cold spell I'm at. This sucks. I can't, I can't tout. I can't. We've all been there before, man. Yeah, I know. But I, you know, I like to tout. I like to tout. I like to get to, I stick it to them, but I can also, you know, I've had some bad beats. So coming in here and being able to talk about my bad beats is actually therapeutic. And because it's been some really, really bad beats recently, but it's, it's super fun. Still having a good time. Let you know the Discord conversation was fun today. We're going to do it again on Saturday. It may be one of me or Scott or both. You will see. But we'll probably have some type of Discord conversation before that game on Saturday. It's the Wings and the Sky, I believe it is. All right. Other than that, really don't have anything else. Make sure you tap into the Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Join the Discord. Join the community. 
other than that, again, nothing really else. I don't know how I'm in this podcast. So I'm just going to like this. We are out of here.